Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about the Tivoli Brewing Tap House. If you are driving out to Ball Arena right now and you want to go see the Avalanche, you're planning on going to see the Avalanche, my suggestion is this. Find a way to stop in a Tivoli Brewing Tap House because A, you're going to get a much better beer at a much better price. And if you're going to buy dinner at ball arena don't even bother bad daddy's burgers has opened up inside of tivoli brewing cow house so what you're going to get is a better beer at a better price a better burger at a better price go before or after the game abs are at home tonight against vegas you might not be able to stop in their pregame if you're in the car right now but definitely post game don't forget also post game you can go over to tivoli and have a meal and watch the nuggets because the abs start at six and the nuggets start at eight to be able to mm-hmm. catch most of the Nuggets game tonight as well. Nice little doubleheader. And by the way, if you're just staying at home tonight, you know what? Watch One's, the World Series at your house. Or, or, no, tonight is Avs on ESPN, Nuggets on TNT. Ooh. For a lot of people, for a lot of people who can't see either team right. because of the continued cable satellite standoffs, this right. is a big night to see both the Avs and the Nuggets on I know television. what I'm doing tonight. Watching reruns of The Office. No, I'll be watching both games. <laughs> well, who's doing reruns of The Office? Because like uh, Netflix no. has Seinfeld reruns now. Does it? Yes. Oh. Anyway. All right. Well, thank thank you for that programming update. You're very welcome. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Go for a test drive today in Denver or Parker because everyone deserves a luxury car buying experience. Or find them online at rmurosport.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Harrison Wynn, covers the Nuggets for DNVR. Uh, real quick, Mason and I have had this conversation before. Uh, DNVR, you put the T-H-E in front of that. How do you pronounce it, Harrison? <laughs> what do you mean? The DNVR? It's, that's grammatical. No, it's the DNVR. Mason and I had to go back and forth about this. It's the DNVR. <laughs> there isn't a vowel in, in D, right? So it's the DNVR, isn't it? I mean, I'm rethinking my past 30 years on this earth after, after that comment. That's what happened to me, Harrison. Same thing. I just kind of blew my mind. I was sort of left, uh, I was left without speech for about 10 minutes. You guys are that. professional writers. I mean, I don't know if you're, I mean, you're both professional talkers as well. When they say the Ohio State University, it makes it sound so important. The, but at least it's grammatically correct. Isn't it? I, I guess that's why I say the DNVR, because it is so important. There we go. Okay. With that, Mike Malone went off on his guys just three games into the season. Warranted too soon? I think it was warranted. I mean, he went off on his guys. He also went off on the NBA schedule makers. He he, he threw some shade at them last night also for giving the Nuggets a back-to-back in Utah while Utah hasn't played since Friday. Uh, so So that was interesting, too. But I think it's warranted. I mean, the Nuggets right now, they've been turning the ball over like crazy. They lead the NBA in turnovers per game. They've been sloppy, unorganized. 
I asked Malone after the game last night what was the biggest issue with the starting five other than the turnovers. Because the starters have been very good, but they were awful last night. And he was kind of candid and said, like, guys were just kind of running around, not running the plays, not knowing where to stand. That's weird to me for a veteran starting five. That's the same group that ended last season as the starting lineup to not really know the plays or know where to be three games into the season. So I thought it was warranted. Yeah, and you mentioned it's weird. Why do you think that uh, it's been so clunky in terms of the starting five not knowing where to go and what to do? It's it's a big mystery. Uh, I, I think some of it is just, look, it's the beginning of the season. It's a long 82-game season. Uh, I think we're seeing it a bit across the league, people just easing into it. But also, I mean, outside of Nikola Jokic and Will Barton, who's been very good to start the year, those have really been the only two guys that have brought it. Uh, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. has been a disappointment through three games. So there's just been a bit of uncertainty with everybody outside of Jokic and really Barton. I mean, at times it feels like it's a one-man team out there. You know what? You are kinder than I am because you said MPJ has been a disappointment. I say as a max contract player, it's, it is absolutely inexcusable. He's a max contract guy now. 11 points a game. Listen, if you're going to score seven and grab 15 rebounds, okay, I can live with that. Sure. But but seriously, does this guy realize he just got a max contract? This guy deserves more criticism than the entire team combined for his, excuse me, piss-poor play. I agree he deserves the most criticism right now. And there was a play last night that... I thought MPJ getting the max contract, and maybe I was too optimistic, but I thought he was going to stop committing these types of errors and these types of plays. He got pulled with about a minute to go in the second quarter because he stayed in the paint and didn't go out to contest a corner three from Lori Markinen last night, or I believe it was Markinen, and Malone pulled him, and then he was asked about it after the, after the game because Porter came off the floor and he was obviously pissed. He was talking to the assistants. I could kind of tell. He was like, why did I just get pulled? He walked to the locker room super pissed. And it was because, A, he had two fouls. Malone wanted to keep him out of foul trouble, he said. But also because he just didn't give the right amount of effort on a pretty basic defensive play. I thought we were done with that stuff with Michael Porter. But, you know, apparently that's still kind of a thing Denver's got to go through. I got to tell you something. I, I have figured out a way to get him to move without the ball, something that he still hasn't figured out yet. Get a wheelbarrow, fill it with cash, and roll it in front of him, and he will chase that, and maybe that'll get him to move without the ball. Well, he does have that kicker in his contract. If he makes an all-NBA team, he's going to make a lot more money you know, with this deal. So I feel like that would be a good motivator. Uh, but he's, he's not on pace to do that oh after three games. I mean, Mace has gotten on me for saying it's only three games, and I know it's only three games. I get it. Yeah. But I keep coming back to he's a max contract guy, period. He's a max contract guy. If you didn't sign that contract, I'm still disgusted with 11 points a game. Max contract guys over the course of a three-game stretch do not average 11 points a game, any of them. I think what, what's most kind of discouraging is, for me, 
the entire regular season kind of comes down to Michael Porter Jr. It does, And if he it? can make that leap, yep. and if he can take some of the burden off Nico Jokic, because if, if Jokic has to do this for the entire season until Jamal Murray gets back, he's going to wear down. He yep. definitely will. It's just too much. So Porter's got to be that guy. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, it is only three games, but it's something that you kind of got to nip in the butt before it gets carried away. You mentioned in your latest piece over at uh, thednvr.com, Bones Highland could enter the rotation Tuesday. You think he's ready for that sort of prominent role? Look, Michael Malone laid the groundwork a little bit post-game last night for Bones to play tonight. I mean, look, I'm going to believe it when I see it because I'm kind of done believing Michael Malone and, and what he says publicly because everything he said about Bones hasn't really come true. I think he's ready for sure. I think he's definitely the offensive spark that that bench unit needs. The five-man bench unit so far through three games, and I don't think three games is too soon to come to this conclusion. Like, that bench unit's been a disaster. It's gotten outscored by, like, 25 points in 27 minutes, or that might even be reversed, 27 points in 25 minutes. It's been terrible. They need to change something up there. And, yeah, Bones Highland – He's young, but he's got a very refined game for a rookie who's as young as he is. I, I think he should be in there tonight. I don't think, and by the way, we were talking to Harrison Wind. He covers the Nuggets for thednvr.com. Repeat after me, Harrison, thednvr.com. Let's get into the right habit here. Talk to Spano and send out a memo. <laughs> you guys want to watch our post game show, the DNVR YouTube channel. There we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it is fair to say in all sports, just because you play the sport doesn't mean you love the sport. I don't know if Nikola Jokic loved basketball when he came to when he came here. I think Jamal Murray did. I don't think Michael Porter Jr. loves basketball. I think Bones Highland loves basketball and after the game and you were at the press conference Malone said I told Bones that Jamal didn't start Nicola didn't start Michael Porter Jr. as a rookie probably at 15 did not plays for a guy who loves the game and has talent you got to get him on the floor you just do I think he should be out there and I, I just get the sense that He's a guy that can rejuvenate a team that really just needs a spark right now. Uh, this was so apparent last night. The Nuggets were just dragging. They were dragging up and down the floor. And Bones Highland's a guy who can come in the game and totally change the momentum, change the feel. And I know it was preseason, but he wasn't just one of the Nuggets' best bench players in the preseason. He was one of the Nuggets' better players in the preseason period. And last night he goes out there. I thought he played pretty well for it just being his first actual minutes and just getting thrown into it. So I would love to see him out there. I agree. So real quick, you said they're dragging. What do you expect from this team tonight, second night of a back-to-back? <laughs> well, it's funny because the Nuggets have done this so many times over the last couple of years where they'll go on a back-to-back to Utah, to Milwaukee. <laughs> they'll be undermanned or shorthanded. They'll look terrible on the front end of the back-to-back like they did last night. And somehow they'll compete and they'll get up for playing a really good team and a division rival, and they'll make it a close game. So I would not be surprised at all, guys, if this is a close game tonight. 
because that's kind of just what the Nuggets do. Uh, yeah. They just pull rabbits out of their hat sometimes. So that, I would not be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a competitive game tonight. Uh, one more thing before we cut you loose. I was out and about, and a guy walked up to me, and he it was a big Nuggets fan. Actually, I was at a charity event, and a guy walked up to me, knew what I did, and he said to me, why isn't Zeke Naji playing more? I don't know if I could have answered that question because I really didn't have an answer. Do you have an answer? Well, I mean, he's definitely just not better than Jeff Green or Jermichael Green. He had a really bad summer league and not a great preseason either. He was good as rookie year, but kind of has lost some momentum and some confidence, I feel like. Uh, Michael Malone likes him, but he's just going to roll with two veterans in uh, the two greens who have been there and done that and you know both played really well last season. So Zeke's going to need an injury for sure to one of those guys to break into the rotation. You know, I'm going to appease both of you, uh, you, Andrew, and Harrison. Uh, you've been listening to Harrison Wynn covers the Nuggets for The V, oh, Denvr. Man. Now he's going to confuse everybody because they're going to ask for another. They're going to put another "the" on the URL, and they're not going to be able to get to our content. What about we can't the, have that? What about the www dot? www dot the dnvr dot com. T h e d n v r dot com. It's that simple. Mace cracks the whip on me all the time. I don't know how I can keep taking this, Harrison. I just don't. or just download the app, and you don't have to worry about it. You just look, view it on your phone. Harrison, uh, real quick before we cut you loose, people want to catch your post game show. What do they need to do? You go to YouTube, you search DNVR. I'm not even going to cause a controversy. Just search DNVR right. mm-hmm. on YouTube. That's where you'll find our pregame show. Goes live 30 minutes before the game. And then our postgame show, of course. The Harrison Wynn from thednvr.com. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, Harrison. <laughs> I like it. See you guys. See you, pal. Coming up after the break, former USC quarterback Carson Palmer has sparked a controversy that – was like a raging wildfire in Pittsburgh today. You'll hear from Mike Tomlin, whose ass is chapped. That's next. Suddenly I become